0: Hello, welcome to another uh, episode of uh, Who Knows. My name is Chris, and it snowed last night a lot, which is pretty cool because we freaking needed it. Um, Woke up, nice, nice uh, time clearing the driveway, cleaning off the car, you know, all that good stuff. Benefits of living in northern Nevada, pretty good. Um, I do love the snow, big fan. Uh, not a huge fan of the cold, but I don't think anybody really is, but still love it. All right. Yeah, this is a podcast where I just read stuff, so welcome. Um, it's Wednesday today. Yeah, Wednesday, middle of the week, a little uh, middle of the week uh, stuff to, to read. Uh, most of the stuff I read, I just... It just pops in my head. I'm like, ah, let's learn about that. Let's learn about this. Or let's just read a book. So it kind of gives you an idea of what I think about most of the time. But my mind's all over the place. So welcome to my world. Today we're going to be reading a, uh, I guess it's kind of like an article. Um, It's it's kind of a, a whole thing on stigma and mental health um I found this on mhm slash stigma I'll put the link in the uh, in the description but uh mental health is a it's a huge deal you know to to a majority of people um if you think about it a lot of people are affected by mental health it affects a lot uh, almost everybody, um, especially right now because everybody's being you know, bombarded with thoughts and you know just being stuck at home and um there's there's a lot of stuff going on right now in the world that felt like this might be something that would help at least a little bit if it doesn't help everybody so i'm gonna get right into it um this is about stigma if you don't know what stigma is, they have a definition here. Stigma is the shame or blame caused by false, unfair, or negative beliefs that some people have about, have about something that they don't understand, like mental illness. Why stigma matters. Most mental health disorders can be diagnosed and treated, but stigma often leads keeps people from getting the help they need. 32 million people in the US or 1 out of 10 people live with an untreated mental health disorder. Many people don't seek help because of the fear and shame associated with stigma. This shame can make people afraid to say what they have that they have a mental disorder or that someone they have they love has a mental health disorder stigma can result in shame and or blame shame that someone will find out and will think badly of the person and or family and blame that someone self parent or friend is and blame that someone is responsible for somehow causing the mental health disorder the consequences of stigma can be very serious instead of seeking treatment people who are struggling with the symptoms of a mental health disorder often live in silence they may fear for their jobs and the acceptance and understanding of their loved ones Consequently, they tend not to talk openly about what they're experiencing. Therefore, people with mental health disorders often suffer twice, even though they have not done anything to cause their illness. People who do not understand mental health disorders can make unkind or insensitive remarks. This is hurtful and contributes to stigma and shame. Mis- misunderstandings in the media often portray those with the mental health disorder as being crazy or dangerous. However, the truth is that people with mental health disorders are no more violent than anyone else. Nine Ways to Fight Stigma by Laura Greenstein. Greenstein, Greenstein. Uh, October 11th, 2017. And this is a, uh, a blog that she wrote. I'll put the link in there, too. You can just check it out. Most people who live with mental illness have at some point been blamed for their condition. They've been called names. Their symptoms have been referred to as a phrase or something they can control if they only tried. They've been illegally discriminated against with no justice. This is the unwieldy power that stigma holds. Stigma causes people to feel ashamed for something that is out of their control. Worst of all, stigma prevents people from seeking the help they need. For a group of people who already carry such a heavy burden, stigma is an unacceptable addition to their pain. And while stigma has reduced in recent years, the pace of progress has not been quick enough. All of us in the mental health community need to raise our voices against stigma. Every day, in every possible way, we need to stand up to stigma. If you're not sure how, here are nine ways our Facebook community responded to the questions. How do you fight stigma? Number one, talk openly about mental health. I fight stigma by talking about what it is like to have bipolar disorder and PTSD on Facebook. Even if this helps just one person, it is worth it for me. Angela Christie Roach Taylor wrote that Uh, Sarah Bean wrote educate yourself and others I take every opportunity to educate people and share my personal story and struggles with mental illness. It doesn't matter where I am. If I overhear a conversation or a rude re- remark being made about mental illness or anything regarding the similar subject, I always try to use that as a learning opportunity and gently interview and kindly express how this makes me feel and how we need to stop this because it only adds to the stigma. stigma. Uh, Helm, Helmi Henkin? wrote, be conscious of language. I fight stigma by reminding people that their language matters. It is so easy to refrain from using mental health conditions as adjectives. And in my experience, most people are willing to replace their usage of it with something else if I explain why their language is problematic. Uh, Megan Dotson wrote, encourage equality between physical and mental illness. I find that when people understand the true facts of what a mental illness is, being a disease, they think twice about making comments. I also remind them that they wouldn't make fun of someone with diabetes, heart disease, or cancer. It's very true. Uh, Rachel Wagner wrote, show compassion for those with mental illness. I offer free hugs to people living outdoors and sit right there and talk with them about their lives. I do this in public and model compassion for others since so many of our homeless population are also struggling with mental illness. The simple act of showing affection can make their day, but also remind passerby of something so easily forgotten, the humanity of those who are suffering. So that's a good one. Um, Obviously right now with COVID, you can't just hug random people, but um, a kind word, you know, kind gesture. Um, Maybe just offer up a, uh, conversation, you know, you can, t- you can still talk to people. Um, all right. Choose empowerment over shame by Val Fletcher. I fight stigma by choosing to live an empowered life. To me, that means owning my life and my story and refusing to allow others to dictate how I view myself or how I feel about myself. Is- Isabel Garcia wrote, be honest about treatment. I fight stigma by saying that I see a therapist and a psychiatrist. Why can people say they have an appointment with their primary care doctor without fear of being judged? But this lack of fear does not apply when it comes to mental health professionals. It's true. Let the media know when they're being stigmatizing. If I watch a program on TV that has any negative comments, storylines, or characters with a mental illness, I write to the broadcasting company and to the program itself. If Facebook has any stories where people make ignorant comments about mental health, then I write back and fill them in on my son's journey with schizoaffective disorder." Kathy Smith. Um, Jamie Brown wrote, Don't harbor self-stigma. I fight stigma by not having stigma for myself. Not hiding from this world and shame, but being a productive member of society. I volunteer at church, have friends, and I am a peer mentor and a mom. I take my treatment seriously. I'm purpose-driven and want to show others that they can live a meaningful life, even while battling mental illness. All right. What you do and say is important. Supportive friends and family can play an important role in the mental health recovery process. Remember that a person cannot just snap out of it. Be willing to listen. Do allow your friend to talk about his or her mental health diagnosis. Do not give advice or try to make it seem that their concerns are not real or are just a phase. Do not share your friend's personal information, thoughts, or feelings with others. Unless your friend intends to hurt himself or herself or others, then call 911. Don't give up if your friend pulls away. People with mental health disorders sometimes withdraw from family and friends. Understand that this may happen because they are scared and that their brain is not working the way it used to. Therefore, it is important to keep trying to spend time with them by hanging out, studying, or just talking. Doing this may help them realize that you are there for them and that you care. Learn as much about mental health disorders and wellness as you can. Knowledge is powerful and can help you know what you might expect from your friend. Pay it forward. Help bust stigma by educating friends and family about mental health disorders. Your words matter. Say this, not that. Your words matter. Everyone deserves to be treated with kindness, understanding, and respect, not with negative, judgmental, or hurtful words. Think about what you might say and how your friend might feel. Helpful things to say. It's not your fault. It's the mental illness that causes these things and thoughts and feelings. I may not be able to understand how you feel, but I care about you. I am here for you. We will get through this together. This must be really difficult for you. I'm listening. Use person first language. It's better to say my friend has schizophrenia than to say my friend is schizophrenic. Hurtful things to say. It's all in your head. What's wrong with you? Shouldn't you be better by now? Just snap out of it. Bottom line, you want to reassure your friend of your support and understanding. So instead of saying, cheer up, I'm sure this will pass, you would say, I have been worried about you. Can we talk about what you're experiencing? Comments such as, it will pass, can make a person feel worse. Letting the person know you care, that you take their situation seriously, and that you are genuinely concerned about them, will go a long way in your effort to support them. Instead of saying, stop feeling sorry for yourself, You can say, I care about you and want to listen. What do you want me to know about how you are feeling? It is important to learn to separate disorder from the person. Often the person cannot help what they are feeling, much as they might want to. You therefore want to avoid comments that can be perceived as blameful. Instead of saying, there's always someone worse off than you are, say, it seems like you're going through a difficult time. I want you to know that you are not alone in this. Ensure that the person feels supportive. Negative comments can cause the person to trivialize their feelings and therefore not seek the help and support they need and deserve. Instead of saying, believe me, I know how you feel, I was depressed, anxious, manic once too. You can say, I can't really understand what you're feeling, but I can offer my compassion and find help for you. Avoid saying you know how they feel as it intimidates their, or it invalidates their experience. Instead of saying, you're not thinking about killing yourself, are you? Said in a joking manner. Say, I'm concerned about your safety. Have you thought about suicide or harming yourself? The possibility of suicide and self-harm are real concerns. Asking about suicide and or self-harm will not give the person the idea. Rather, it can be comforting for the person to know that you notice their suffering. Asking directly and using the word suicide establishes that you are willing to talk about it without passing judgment. This can create a safety net for the person at risk instead of saying don't worry your secret is safe with me i won't tell anyone say i care about you too much to keep a secret like this we need to get you the support and help you need and deserve don't promise secrecy when anyone's safety is at risk a person may say they don't want you to tell anyone that they are suicidal or self-harming you may be concerned that by seeking help they may be angry with you However, when someone's life may be at risk, it is important to ensure their safety. So then they have like a uh, little chart that you can, or a little picture kind of thing that you can make a poster out of. I guess you could be cool. Um, So. There's one more thing. It's, uh, you can help stand against stigma. Know the facts. Educate yourself about mental health problems. Be aware of your attitudes and behavior. We all have grown up. We all have grown up with prejudices and judgmental thinking. Che- choose your words carefully. Educate others. Uh, focus on the positive. Support people. Include everyone. So that is uh, all about stigma. On mentalhealthmattersyouth.org, and I'll have the link up here. But I don't know. I saw something the other day, and I was I was just thinking about mental health, and I was like, "Well, how can I help? How can I help?" And so I found this article with the stigma. So this is more for people, for anybody, really. I mean, just if you have somebody struggling in your life, just get get give them some support, you know. Because it takes 20 minutes for a phone call that, you know, you could save a life or, or even just uh, maybe change a perspective or not change a perspective, like help somebody. You could help somebody change, change other people's perspective on, on mental health. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not like it's incurable or anything. Uh, People do live with it for, I mean, sometimes their whole lives, but if you get help, they can live a, a full life. So uh, help those that, that can't help themselves um, kind of thing but definitely don't you know don't don't treat them like just some second class citizen just because they have something that they're going through uh, everybody's going through stuff so um, the more we can all stick together and help each other the better um, so uh, I'm actually i'll uh, I'll put the link to this uh website on the podcast uh, description and i'm also going to put the uh, phone number for uh, suicide prevention so uh, it's always a good one make sure you you always have that number on hand no matter if you're going through something or somebody else's just keep it on hand man um all right so thanks for coming all right okay bye